<laughs> when I said I'm doing butt stuff, I didn't just mean things were going up my asshole. No, no, no. You guys, this week, I stuck my finger up Andrew's butt, which happens to be the first time I have stuck my finger in any asshole, not due to a lack of enthusiasm, just due to a lack of perfect timing and opportunity, because sadly, most guys seem very hesitant to allow that type of thing in my experience. However, I've been meeting more of them, so mm, that's exciting. And oh, was it a good time? Was it fun? I 10 out of 10 recommend. So let me, let me set the scene. Low lighting, Andrew laying next to me, stroking his cock. He tells me to feel his asshole because he just shaved. And it was as smooth as he was seducing me when we first met. And that was smooth. Kind of like his asshole was this week. Mm, you guys. I tell him to grab our bedside lube. And I went to town. <laughs> Just kidding. I was very nice about it as anybody should be when going up an asshole that's not used to things going up it. But definitely the best part was how much he enjoyed it. Watching his body language, listening to his moans. Oh my god, it had me writhing and super wet next to him, let me tell you. But you guys, this week I have an interview for you from everyone's favorite new online sex shop here to tell you all the sex toy tips and her favorite sex toys, proper sex toy care, and plenty more. The lovely Dina, who started The Bigger O, is here for an amazing interview. You guys, enjoy. <gasps> Ellie, what? Oh my god, you talked about sex? especially in the sex industry on on Instagram and things people really celebrate and support each other and I feel like it's just a really wholesome place. I'm I've loved everybody that I've connected with and I've met and through this like podcast and it's been so it's been way more fun than I should've been having. I never knew podcasting would be so much fun and the oh people God, I would that. be so cool. Yeah, totally. I really love that. Yeah, so could you introduce yourself really quickly, um your name and then talk about what you do a little bit? Yeah, my name's Dina. I'm 38. My pronouns are she and her. Yeah, I'm the owner of The Bigger O. Uh, it's a feminist sexual wellness shop. Just kind of started uh, out of the blue. And basically, it's an inclusive sex shop. It's like an educational place, a place of empowering others, not just through providing them sex toys and pleasure tools and making them more accessible for them, but also through educating and we have a magazine also that uh, we're planning to grow just to give more information as as we're growing and learning and as I'm learning, I feel like it's I embody everything that I come through and I love to share it with others. Yeah, we have beautiful sex toys uh, made out of body safe mm -hmm. materials and uh, we're really selective with our toys, like from vibrators to dildos, and anal toys, strokers, um, you name it. <laughs> you know, and we're growing. We, we keep growing that collection. And yeah, that's pretty much the bigger one in a nutshell. 
Yeah, the website is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I really like all the descriptions and everything that come with it. I think that it really covers everything. I've been kind of just like snooping around all day, <laughs> like getting ready for this. And I think it's I think it's just exciting when people start these things because of a passion and it's not so much like, yeah, I think this is a great industry to get into to make money or whatever. It's more of, hey, this this is important and I'm really passionate about this topic. So I'm going to start it and I'm going to try to make it unique. I really like that you, you're doing the magazine. I think that that's probably my favorite aspect awesome. just to provide just to provide that information because sex toys and that entire area can be so intimidating for people. And so to be able to just go and like read about things and get excited about it at the same time and like encourage exploration, I think that's a really great like combo to have is like the, the, the shop and the magazine together. I really like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not just about, yeah, like it's there's first of all, there's a lot of availability out there, right? But it's like, where do you start? If mm-hmm. I mean, like for not every, like some people are just getting into sex toys. So it's like for for them it's helpful but also like for other people that may have already have a uh, a sex toy collection but want to learn more about sex like i feel like i've learned way more about sex like in my my, my the last few years and i i don't know i you know you don't learn that like anything at school or maybe like i don't know in my <laughs> <laughs> household or my childhood home we didn't learn about anything so it's like you kind of have to figure it out on your own and and when you're younger maybe the sources weren't so available and now there's like so much more available mm-hmm. right um and i that's why i love this industry that, so much yes that is such a huge topic it's like a non-judgmental like a non-judgmental space right that's like what we're aiming yeah that's fantastic i remember growing up i'm 23 so even I had probably more resources, but I'll never forget. I can't remember how old I was, but I, I Googled. It was some like Quora type website or whatever. I Googled if I should right. be shaving like my pubic hair and just something super simple. Right. And exactly. I will never forget the response from somebody, some horrible person was like, for the sake of any future boyfriends, please shave that nasty shit off. Oh my God. And I will never forget reading that. And that's the kind of stuff I was finding. There wasn't all of this like positive, body positive, sex positive stuff out there yet. Even when I was, even like, yeah, 10, 10, 15 years ago, that's the kind of stuff I was finding rather than anything positive. And so I can't, I just, I love seeing better resources, even Cosmo. I mean, with all of the problems of Cosmo, it's still better than than like what I had and reading that kind of stuff. I know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cosmo was a, a big part of my <laughs> sexual education too, but it's not <laughs> always right. Like now we have other, even more, it's just more acceptable, I feel like. And um, there's more of it, right? I don't know. I just feel like it's just... Yeah, it's all about just creating a safe space and not only like create a safe space, but like we keep learning as well. And then like whatever we feel we embody, then it's amazing to be able to share that and help and create more of it. Yes, absolutely. So I have to ask, though, since you started this, uh, what what is your favorite sex toy? (laughs) Um, It's hard to choose. That's a tough question because, um, well, it's not that... Do I have to choose only one? <laughs> like, but um, <laughs> you can you can give a list. I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun. But I am curious. It's like a burning um, question. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Let me like disclaimer, like whatever my favorite is, it doesn't mean it's going to be amazing for somebody else because we're all made differently. Right. So, but um, I'm really into clitoral stimulation for me. That's, that's how Mm -hmm. I can come. And like the goal is not always to just come either, but like, if I want to get there, like I need clitoral stimulation. So, yeah. uh, So for me, I really love air pulsing. Um, So like the Satisfier Pro 2, I know it's like a cliche, but it's like it it does it for me. And you know what? It's like it gets I come really fast with it, but I also love going on the lowest level and edging with it. And it's like the um, Mm. the climax with that is just like uh, the most like I've ever gotten I don't know it's just like a different sensation and it's the only way I was yeah. ever able to squirt <laughs> through with, with, yeah, with there you go. Not, not that it was ever a goal or I never knew what it would be like but it just <laughs> you know the first time it caught me by surprise with this one it's the only toy that um, did that for me and then I also love like like a classic wand because I feel like it just covers more of an area too. It's like a different sensation and you can, yeah, just massage like the entire vulva with it and not just pinpoint, mm-hmm. which I also like. Um, and you can use it with a partner too. Like you can play around with it and just use it in different parts of your bodies and it's really awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I love the clitoral stimulation because it's solo and partner. Like that's how I come. So solo, obviously, it's fantastic. But then clitoral stimulator toys are just, I'm like addicted to using them with partners. It's just like, mm, it's just so good. Yeah, amazing. But also like, it's like, I like <laughs> to switch it up and not just use, you know, the, the those, like, it's good to switch it up. And even though like, I'm more like clitoral, like, it's nice to use penetration as well, just to, even though I know I might not come with it, like, it's still pleasurable. So that's like another thing that, you know, the bigger O, like the euphemism of the big O, it's not just about like reaching an orgasm, but like all the different ways that we can reach pleasure, you know, so even though I know that I might not come with a certain toy, I love just feeling the different sensations from it and it's still pleasurable yes that's i mean that's self-care right (laughs) i think just spending time on yourself that way and exploring which which it took me actually a long time to learn because for me it it was always just like oh i'm horny i need to come quickly and so i would just Mm -hmm. masturbate quickly and it was actually i had to like stop myself and slow down and spend a couple months like making myself just enjoy it and like setting some time aside to really learn myself because I've been masturbating since I was like 12 but I never I didn't start actually taking time with it and caring about it until I don't know the past couple years probably honestly took me a long time to really have the desire to do that in the first place right yeah because well when you're younger you're like still exploring just trying to figure out the mechanics too and like <laughs> I don't know and then you as I think I think as we mature like we you know it's like okay what if I do this what does this do and it's yeah definitely about learning and exploring and still any I feel like you never stop learning with anything especially our our bodies like and um what makes us feel amazing and just and what makes us feel amazing now might be different in two years or five years so yeah absolutely I do want to kind of ask you a little bit more about the business just really quickly because I think I'm I think this stuff is actually really interesting when did you start the business and why did you start like what was the I know you said it just kind of happened but Mm -hmm. there had to be something that like pushed you into the sex industry I want to kind of dig until I figure out what that was yeah well okay so I've been wanting to start my own 
uh, store for a while, like any store actually, but it was like a matter of finding like something that I was really passionate about. And I feel like I, I've been wanting to do that for a while because like I like I, I did study business back in college and like I did, I feel like I have good business sense and like I've run my own yoga studio in the past and, but it was a matter of finding something that I was really passionate about. I don't want to make it too much of a long story, but in 2020, well, last year, well, I was furloughed from my flight attendant job, a 15 year career due to the pandemic. Pandemic. So I had a lot of time on my hands and I like I was motivated to like create something new, like the idea of the shop that I've always wanted to start. I started brainstorming um, different things. Right. And the idea to start a sex shop kind of just fell into my lap as I was brainstorming with my husband. Actually, I was like always like thinking out loud of different ideas and like nothing was like really resonating. And like we both separately thought of uh, the sex shop. And then when we came together, we both said that and it's like, OK, that's a sign. <laughs> and I I ran with that. I ran with that. It just at first, look, but at first I was really skeptical because I grew up very, um, in a very conservative traditional family and like still to this day I'm like 38 but I still have that primal reaction of what will my parents think will I offend mm -hmm. anyone so that's still very present in me but anyways that initial res like hesitation and resistance that I had like quickly went away because I kept thinking about this idea and it just felt right in my heart and I just ran with it and I'm glad I did because I'm really passionate about every aspect of the bigger O like from the desire to succeed seed and do well like also to the like desire to help people from different corners making sexual pleasure less taboo and allowing me mm -hmm. to to grow as well and and be myself even more through this I feel like there's so much healing involved when you tap into your sexuality even more like so like immersed into it so the big girl keeps me going there in those directions and I love it I love it and we launched not long ago we're brand new like we launched in April of 2021 so three months ago so we're a small business woman owned please support us <laughs> we love your support <laughs> yeah that's awesome I'm catching you right when you're in that first like wave of push and like trying to get everything going that's that's exciting oh, nice. how long did it take you to set up so when did you decide you were going to do it versus just three months ago getting it actually launched maybe like a couple of months before that it was like towards the end of the year uh last like 2020 and then uh I started working on that then and really kicked it off in the beginning of the year and we launched in April Nice. That's not too bad, actually. I feel like if I wanted to do something, it would take a lot longer just because I just like when I get I something in my head, I, I, <laughs> that's the thing. But when I really honestly, when I'm really passionate about something like and I know like that's what I want, like I'll like I become obsessed with it and like really work hard, obsessing like in a good way, though. <laughs> That's awesome. So you kind of mentioned that it was a little bit difficult due to how you grew up in your family. That was one of my questions. I was wondering if it's like a hushed subject or taboo among your social circles and family or like how those conversations have gone for you, how you managed that and maintained your mental health through that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, it is pretty taboo in some of like my circle, like my like I said, like my family, my childhood, my my parents, and uh, maybe some people in those circles. Like I said, I come from a conservative family. My background's actually Greek, so if anyone that knows anybody like from that kind of background knows, like that, like you don't talk about things. <laughs> like 
Uh, you just, yeah, especially non-sexuality, it's super taboo. Um, mm -hmm. Like we never went there, uh, even as adults, it's like very surf over the surface, you know. Uh, I didn't get my sex education from there for sure. I've always got like gone against the grain and I feel like I came into my family to break a lot of these uh, structures. So, but it's funny because when I, I first mentioned my business plan to my sisters, they were pretty receptive about it. Like obviously they were more open-minded talking to my sister about letting my mom know about my project and like what I was doing. I mentioned this to her and she's like, why would you even mention it to her? Like, just like being scared to talk about it. I'm like, you know what, but I need to say mm -hmm. it because I'm not going to, I'm doing this for real and I'm not going to hide that part of myself. So I'm going to tell her. And when I did tell my mother, um, it's funny because I made it into a joke, like just to lighten up the, the situation, even <laughs> like I was so nervous to tell her. So I, I showed her some toys and I'm like, yeah, this is my new business. This, this is what I'm going to be selling. Oh, what are they? Um, these are kitchen tools. And like, we had a good laugh about it after like, I eventually told her what it was. And um, it was cute. She's been pretty supportive uh, about it. But it's like still like, like we don't talk about it in depth and we don't talk about sexuality, but she knows what I do and, and it's all good. And some of my closest, like my closest friends are really supportive. And then uh, some other friends that I thought would be like are uncomfortable and like won't even follow me on Instagram. <laughs> So it's really funny. I was I was really surprised when I started this podcast because before I'd never really talked about that side of my life or anything with people. And it just constantly surprised me who was okay with it and who was like all about it and who was not. You know, it people who weren't, it just ended up not bothering me because I was so confident in what I was doing as well as I had enough support from people who mattered that it was just became like kind of funny who who really were against it that I just kind of laughed it off but yeah exactly. it really exactly. was surprising you never know how people are going to react to this stuff that you don't just talk about in normal conversations I think totally everyone has different comfort zones and that's fine too you know like I feel like I haven't gotten any bad criticism about doing this but I just feel like whoever's not comfortable with it will just kind of like be quiet about it and that's good that's fine yes absolutely so I do want to kind of go into like a little segment about sex toys I've been wanting to have somebody in the sex toy industry on the podcast for a while just to kind of talk about properly caring for sex toys. I think it's an interesting subject that people don't really think about. They just like, I don't know, clean it any which way or whatever the directions on the package say. But I think caring for them and storing them and properly cleaning them are important topics. So I was wondering if you have any tips or advice or just what what do you guys advise on the bigger O? Yeah, so important. Great question. I actually just posted about this on uh, on Instagram about cleaning them and caring about toys. And it's really important to clean them after every use. You want to clean everything that's like any sex tool. Like we're talking about anything from like even handcuffs, uh, straps and your vibrator, butt plugs, everything, strap-ons. You want to clean everything. The problem with not cleaning them is like it will carry back bacteria and like pathogens and you can get like yeast infections you can get vaginosis utis or like sexually sexually transmitted infections if you're sharing your toys <clears throat> so it's important to clean them properly as a general rule of thumb is like warm water and soap uh simple as that and then more specifically like if we think about silicone toys if they don't have any electrical components they can be boiled super easy so you can like rinse them off after you use them you can like quickly give them a quick wash rinse it off but then you can like boil it for five minutes 
that will kill everything. You can also wash it in your dishwasher. Um, if you have a dishwasher, put it on the top rack. If it's motorized, don't do that. Um, you can just like submerge it with water and soap and like scrub it down. And you want to make sure you dry it off completely before storing. Um, that's with any toy. So let me continue. So I said silicone. Then we have glass toys. Those can also be boiled for a couple minutes, like four or five minutes. They can be uh, put in the dishwasher or you can just use your hands with soap and water. Super simple. Um, stainless steel can be boiled. They can be they're dishwasher safe. Um, you can use a bleach solution to disinfect uh, stainless steel and, of course, antibacterial soap or just soap and water. And then uh, if you think of other like accessories like harnesses and things like the, like straps and like floggers and uh, anything like leather or nylon, those can be wiped down with like a damp soapy cloth. For leather, you can use like a leather cleaner. <laughs> And like something I found out like recently to protect, you know, like little like metal components of harnesses, for example, those sometimes get tarnished from like cleaning them and stuff. So you can use clear nail polish on that to to help it from oh. tarnishing. So yeah, pretty cool. And uh, store and then, okay, so all you want to make sure you dry everything with a clean like something like a clean towel completely dry before you store it and it's important to store it somewhere you can, where it will stay clean like you can use the, the original packet like the original box you got it from if that's not reusable you can uh, have like something like a lint-free kind of bag like a satin bag or get another special box for it or just simply like something that seals like a ziploc you want to make sure no other bacterial will float back in there uh, before you use it again and if it's been a while that you haven't used uh, your toy, like give it another wash before you use it. And uh, I could keep going, my gosh. <laughs> if you're sharing your toys, use condoms. That's like you want to like it's kind of part of like being hygienic. So like and, and avoiding uh, any like transmitting anything like you you can use condoms on those and you don't have to worry like you stop and wash it you can just change a condom and continue what you're doing i particularly like the um use a condom with sex toys advice because i do think that i don't know i i don't really have i know a lot of people have a big problem with like using toys if it's not your own or with new partners or stuff but i almost i would always use a condom and then i don't have a problem with it and and I've never had an issue with it like just like the thought process of oh I mean I don't know really where this has been but if you put a condom on it then I don't see a huge issue yeah definitely and it makes cleaning cleaning it is so much faster after. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> if you're in lazy mode and you don't want to clean after <laughs> yeah absolutely no that's all that's all really good advice and I didn't know all of that kind of stuff I never really thought about about boiling things I've always just washed them like and scrubbed them down you know so that's, an, that's totally an interesting one too, but if you want to you know sometimes like maybe mm -hmm. you don't have to do it every time but like maybe every couple of times you can boil it down and yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, sure. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, you know, like once a month, boil all the, <laughs> boil all the sex toys just to be sure. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I have, I have friends who keep, keep their sex toys like by their beds. And I always just cringe a little bit because I'm like, man, that can't be, that can't be super safe, but you know, to each their own. Maybe they're yeah. cleaning it beforehand, I hope. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh, maybe it was just clean the night before and it's not so bad <laughs> <laughs> we can hope um yeah so then I guess the last stuff I just really wanted to talk about would maybe be some like tips I mean you were talking about how you like to help provide resources for people who want to learn more about sex or 
maybe don't know where to start with sex toys. And I'd love to talk about that a little bit. Um, I know masturbation may, I made an episode about mixing it up different ways to like pleasure yourself and masturbate and all this stuff. And I'd love to just get, if you have any like really unique ideas that aren't like, you know, just always using a vibrator or a dildo or a for men pocket pussy, like maybe some other things you can do. And for an example, I was just looking at your website and I was looking at Kegel balls. I've never used those before. And I was like, hmm, that might be that might be an interesting exploration there because I haven't used them before. So just stuff like that, maybe things that people don't traditionally think about. Yes, yes, definitely. That's like, uh, I f- like Kegels are really amazing because it's not like for immediate, maybe like, pleasure in the moment but it's like a way to enhance your pleasure in the long term maybe or like when you do have an orgasm it's like a way to help and enhance um your orgasm and your pleasure um and your pelvic health basically um those are really awesome and we have some like different kinds some that are like that are just weights and they're just in there um and it just kind of trains your pelvic muscles to get stronger and so that when you do have either intercourse or if you use um, a sex toy, it just becomes so much more pleasurable when everything is just already kind of trained and it, it just responds better. Also, there's um, there's some we have some vibrating ones, which are really awesome. And those do give you pleasure, actually, in the moment. And there's others that have like kind of like a, it gives you a signal when to when to squeeze and like work your muscles, but it's like a reminder. So like, you know how for me, kegels have always kind of been boring or I forget to do them. Um, but when you have this toy, it's like a, a fun way. It's almost like a game. And it's and it just like, I don't know when I use them, I, I'm way more horny and like I desire uh, sex either with my husband or on my own, like way more often because of using these kegel toys. I really recommend them and we have them at the bigger o and it's a different way it's not like an immediate response necessarily but it's just a way to train and improve your your orgasms or like even just like pleasure in general yeah i'm really i think that using them would just make me more thinking about sex constantly and making me like more aware so even just that little change, I feel like it would heighten everything and make things really fun. So I'm really curious. I might I might pick some of those up and see see how I see how I like it and I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any crazy or funny mm-hmm. sex stories that you would be willing to share before we wrap this up? Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> And if not, that's totally fine. But <laughs> I don't, I've heard my, some really funny and interesting things asking this question. So I'm going to continue to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use one, a more recent one, not so recent. Well, one with my husband, because there are others. But <laughs> let's be respectful <laughs> towards uh, my husband. Okay. Nothing crazy, really. Like the one I remember was like, it was years ago, actually, because um, we were on vacation, even before having our kids. We were on vacation somewhere exotic, like somewhere beachy. And we got a couple's massage. And you know how, yeah, in the same room, right? And you know how, like, they they leave you to change, like, before you, when, when the massage is over. Well, yeah, they were waiting for us finishing having sex before we got out. So that was, like, the craziest, Ooh. like, something crazy that we did. But, um, yeah, besides that, like, pretty vanilla, I think. <laughs> 
No, I love that. That's exciting. That's steamy. Yeah, that That's really good. Fun. I don't know. I would be worried that they would come back in. That would be my fear. But then the fear makes it fun, right? That's that the would, That's part. what made it fun. That, that was the exciting part. And we were like crazy back then. We need to do something like that again. That will spice things up. Yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and I've been wanting to do something a little wild lately too because – you just kind of can feel the need after a while. I think you just start to know. You're like, mm, what can I do that's going to be a little bit shocking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You have to feel alive, right? You have to try, be daring sometimes and try something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that story. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you remind everybody your website and then your Instagram, how to find you, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, th- so the bigger O is basically thebiggero.com. Um, that's our website and our Instagram. Oh, I love our Instagram. It's so much fun. Like just I love sharing educational stuff. I love sharing humor and I love connecting with others on there. So come on, visit us. So it's at the bigger O. What's that little line at the bottom? Is that an underscore? <laughs> I forget what underscore, it's called. But yep. Underscore. My gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was. But so at the bigger O underscore. Come see us. Perfect. That's awesome. I'm really excited to watch the company grow. I think it's really exciting and how new it is is also like it just it gets me excited to see what happens and to be part of it so early on. I'm excited about that too. Oh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. It was great talking to you and I I love your content too and I love listening to your podcast. All right, you guys. So we got off this call and realized that we didn't get to unpack half the stuff that we wanted to such as sex education and a lot more stuff, more stories, everything. So we've decided we're going to do a round two and really dive into some more of those detailed things. Um, And maybe by that time, I will have an update for you guys as far as those Kegel balls I'm going to get. I'm also really tempted to get that secret panty vibe because of how much fun I had at Orvis. Uh, Yeah, I'm super excited for more experiences that really pull on that public factor I don't know I don't know there's something about that excitement that just really gets to me and I've been feeling feeling the need kind of like I said during this interview so you guys I'm going to be picking those up I'm going to be letting you know what my adventures with those things are and if you guys want to experience it with me try those kegel balls with me or a vibrator or maybe pick up some bedside lube like me and andrew always want to have around go to thebiggero.com go check out at the very least check out that free amazing content in the magazine i think it's really fantastic that they combine both the information and the free resources with a shop and they help you along the way it's a beautiful site support dina support small business and yeah go check it out at your checkout make sure you use the code sugar and get a great discount um thank you guys for listening that's all i've got for you guys um, make sure, as always, you're following the podcast at Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me, DM me on my personal account on Instagram at Ellie Sugar Ray. Also, don't forget to follow The Bigger O on Instagram at The Bigger O underscore. Yeah. So go do that. That is your homework. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week.